This podcast is a production of the Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, a place where real people meet a real God to live in a real world. For more information, visit our website at www.communitycovenant.net. Astrologers came forward and denounced the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, May the king live forever. Your majesty has decreed that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold, and that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, your majesty. They serve neither your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up. Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men were brought before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now when you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, if you're ready to fall down and worship the image I have made, very good. But if you don't worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. It's my, hey, I'm Jeff, the pastor of student ministries here at Community Covenant Church, and it's my uh, pleasure to be sharing God's with you for the God's word with you this morning for the first time, by the way. <laughs> so, woo! Will you guys join me in prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you that you are a wonderful and amazing God with the ability to save us from fires of our lives. And God, I pray that you just open up our hearts and ears and our minds to your truth and your wisdom this morning. And may your Holy Spirit just touch us. Ask this in your son's holy and mighty name. And all God's people said, amen. Yeah, it's a youth group thing. If you guys are a little unfamiliar with that, that's, that represents unity. Uh, we do that. So the magic words, so to speak, are, and all God's people said, amen. That was okay. Come on, let's try this one more time. And all God's people said, amen. There you go. All right, we're good. <laughs> well, um, have you ever been, read a story or seen a movie and that character in that movie just really grabs your attention? You see that character and you're like, man, I want to be that. We see that with little kids uh, when they watch like superhero movies. We got little Batmans running around and they want to fight justice and they want to uh, just be Iron Man and shoot stuff with their arms, you know. Um, but there's more adult movies that I think that do that with us too. Mine is Braveheart. The William Wallace, Mel Gibson's character in Braveheart, is the type of character that I see, and I'm like, man, I, w- I want to follow that guy. I get passionate when he gives those speeches, and they're about ready to go into battle. I get excited because he's standing up for his 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 family, his friends, 
for the injustices that are being done to them, the oppression that's being done to them. And he's all about that freedom. And when I hear him give those speeches, man, I want to grab my sword and I want to run out and I want to fight with him. And so this story about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when I read the story, that same kind of desire and passion wells up in me. And I hope it does in you too, because these guys are rock stars of faith. I mean, rock stars of faith. How many, how often do we get put between a rock and a hard spot and we're going to be thrown into a fire or um, having to give up everything that we know and love and believe in? It doesn't happen too often. But um, I believe what got them through the fire is what can help us get through the fires in our lives. Before we kick into my points, I just want to kind of show you how we got here. If you guys are unfamiliar with this story, it starts in Daniel and King Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon comes and just totally ransacks Jerusalem. He takes all the gold, the typical kind of things when you're a king and you're going to ransack something, you take all the valuables, right? But he also did something a little different too. He took um, people and he put them in his, under his um, care and in his court. And four of those guys was Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, and so they were placed under him as wise men. And not too long after that, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. And his astrologers and all his wise men, they couldn't interpret this dream. And so Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they got together and they prayed. They asked God to help them out. And God gave Daniel the ability to uh, uh, interpret his dream, the king's dream. And these guys were even placed in higher honor. And so that kind of leads us to the place where we are right now, where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they're in a high place of honor. And they've... Um, kind of fostered up some jealousy and animosity between these astrologers who weren't able to do what they were able to do. And we saw that right in the beginning of the, the verse we read. Um, and so now they decide to kind of get them in trouble with the king because they're not going to worship an image of gold. That's directly in violation of their faith. They're only supposed to worship one God. And that was really foreign to the Babylonians because they were polytheistic. They worshiped many gods. And so most likely when the king built this image of gold, he didn't, um, the people didn't care. They're just like, oh yeah, it's just something else we got to worship. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, so they were there with a choice to give in or not. They were stuck between a rock and a hard spot. So I want you guys to do a little something for me. I want you guys to close your eyes and imagine that you are in their shoes. Do it. I'm serious. (laughs) Put yourself in their shoes. What feelings would you have You're standing there before the king. There's tons of people around you. There's a huge band. All the other high-ranking officials are there waiting for you to bow down as soon as the music plays. What will your thoughts be? How would you weigh your decision? Would Would you stand up for your faith and burn in the fire? Or would you bow down? All right, you can open your eyes. I would think that I would like, I would like to think that I would stand up and be thrown in the fire. But that's easier said than done. Um, but I believe what got them through the fire is what will help us get through, us through our fires in our lives. So what got them through the fire? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had a faith that wasn't threatened or intimidated by, um, or didn't give in to pressure. King Nebuchadnezzar was trying to intimidate them by throwing them in this fire. It says in verse 15, But if you do not worship, then you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? You talk about peer pressure right then and there, you know. It's like, man, I'm going to be thrown in the fire if I don't do this. 
Um, oftentimes, we, we find ourselves um, under peer pressure and intimidation uh, to do things that compromise our faith. I know just growing up, and even in adulthood, I thought peer pressure would stop, but adulthood, it, it keeps going. Sorry, kids, if you're in the audience. It still happens. It's just different. Instead of, like, throwing, you know, gum at somebody's hair, you got to, you know, it's other worse things. Um, but we still have peer pressure, and we still uh, get intimidated to compromise our faith. But I love to look at um, 2 Timothy first, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It says, For God did not give us a spear of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. That we're not to fear those things. Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They didn't fear that. I, I'm sure there were some doubts. They were human, right? They weren't like superhuman at all. I'm sure there were some butterflies in their stomach like there is in mine right now. But, uh, you know, they, 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 they believed that. They, they had a spirit of power, love, and self-control. We need to stand up for our faith. Especially in our world today. Our world is constantly changing. We live more and more in a post-Christian world. I don't know if you guys are around it, but I work with kids and I see it all the time. Kids come to me and start talking to me about like what they're encountering in their their schools, and I'm just like, it just blows my mind. I'm not that old. I don't at least don't think I am, but <laughs> it blows my mind the, the changes that have happened since I was in high school, and just the things that they have to deal with. Like, you know, how do they respond to one of their friends who's um, struggling with homosexuality? How do they struggle with their friends who's you know sexually active? You know, all these things are, are going on. Um, how do they? Um, have a spirit, spirit of fear, uh, not, not a spirit of fear, by my, my bad, a spirit of uh, power and love and self-control in those places. They need to stand up for their faith, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. They didn't bow down. They said, no, we stand with our God. I'm also reminded of Romans chapter 12, 2, one of my favorite verses of all times. Kind of a Bible nerd, so I say that a lot. So if you catch me today, I'll say that's my favorite verse. Well, it, it, it all is, so it kind of works, right? Um, so do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. We're not to conform to the pressure and the temptations that the world uh, is placing before us. We're to stand strong like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I was thinking of a good example, and there's a man um, named Tim Tebow who does this really well. And especially in light of the current NFL situation with the bullying and all the locker room stuff coming out, I can't imagine what his life was like in the NFL locker room when he was playing. I mean, this man is, uh, at least from the appearance, and I, I, I've seen his actions too, and I, I believe it's true, that he's rock solid in his faith. If you guys don't know who Tim Tebow is, he's a quarterback. He used to play for the Broncos. Um, my favorite team, by the way. Um, Broncos. <clears throat> um, but I can't believe like what he would have had to undergo. He had all kinds of media scrutiny, just um, just totally disrespecting his faith, our faith. Um, he was um, ridiculed by his teammates and all kinds of stuff. Talk about adversity. Talk about having to face pressure and, um, and being intimidated. And I want to read you just a couple quotes from him that I just found super inspiring in light of this. He said this, You and I were created by God to be so much more than normal. Following the crowd is not a winning approach to life. In the end, it's a loser's game because we never become who God created us to be. 
by liking everybody else, by being like everybody else. I was like, that's, that's powerful. Um, to be able to say that um, where he was standing in you know, the locker room and all the um, ridicule he got, that's, I don't know, that motivates me. Um, and he also said this, people often seem to think, which this will lead us into our next point, people often seem to think that when you're following the Lord and trying to do his will, your path will always be clear. The decision's smooth and easy, and life will be lived happily ever after and all that. Sometimes that may be true, but I found it more often it is not. It's muddled with decisions, still seem muddled. Bad things happen to believers. Great things can happen to non-believers. And when it comes to making our decisions, the key is that God is, the key that God is concerned with is that we are seeking and trusting Him. God's desire is for us to align our lives with His word and His will. We need a faith that isn't threatened or intimidated and doesn't give in to pressure. Like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had a faith that stood up in the face of reality. They knew that there was a good chance that the king was going to throw them in the fire. It says in verse 17, if we were thrown in the blazing furnace, they were acknowledging the reality that this could potentially happen. This was their current reality. This, this was probably going to happen. We need to live in a reality that's um, that we're going to face adversity, persecution, and trouble in this life. I know that's not necessarily a woo, yeah, kind of thing, but it's the truth. That's just reality. I mean, Jesus Christ even said it himself. In John 15, chapter 20, he says, Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. Jesus faced adversity. So will we. We are going to have times when we we'll go through the fire. There's a guy named Winston Churchill. You might have heard of him. He said, like, when life is like a fire, if you're going through, oh, life can sometimes feel like hell. Uh, that was my point. But he says this. He says, if you're going through hell, keep going. When we're facing adversity, sometimes we get stuck and we drop down into the fetal position and we start sucking our thumb and kind of have this self-pity party and we're just like, ah, you know, like, that's, that's not the kind of faith that God wants us to have. He wants us to seek Him out and to push through that stuff. I've been through some stu- tough stuff in my life. Um, and I know that's what has gotten me through and I haven't done it perfect. Um, one of those instances where I was going through the fire, I was in high school. My family experienced great adversity. I was a junior and my mom and dad owned a glass company um, in construction. We did like storefronts and uh, shower doors and mirrors and new homes and stuff like that. And I'd been working for my mom and dad when we started that building, uh, that company, seventh grade. I'd go and be the janitor on the weekends and I'd ride along with my dad and go do the installs and measures and some of his crew. Um, I grew up around that place. But when I was in, when I was a junior, my mom and dad's company went bankrupt. And then in turn, we went bankrupt in order not to get sued by creditors. I witnessed the heartache in my mom and dad. I witnessed our cars being taken away, all the shop equipment being sold. I was wondering if we were even going to have a home to live in. Luckily, we we did. (laughs) But their faith was so strong. They reassured my sister and I that God was looking out for us, that he was still in control despite what was going on around us. I remember struggling with that so much. Like, my mom and dad seemed so sure, and I'm sure behind closed doors they were struggling too. But they put on a a good front for me and my sister. And I remember everybody was out of the house one evening, and I just had had it. Um, 
I saw the pain my parents were going through. I was going through pain, and I just got down on my hands and knees, and I just yelled at God. <laughs> I was just like, what the heck are you doing, you know? Um, I know you, you're all powerful, and you're able to do things like save Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from burning fire. Um, like, what about us? <laughs> How are you going to save us? I had my doubts, but I kept seeking him. Um, and it didn't end immediately, but... Um, Nine months later, my parents finally got jobs, and things started to get back to normal. What also got me through that is, and I think what God calls us to, is to remember the past, to remember where God has been faithful. Um, It's all over the Bible, especially in the Old Testament. Uh, The the Jews are constantly, the Israelites are constantly reminded to remember what God has already done for them. Because of his faithfulness. And that's their hope. They remember that God has done stuff for us in the past. He's going to continue to take care of us in the future. And so when we're facing adversity, when we're in that fire of life, that we got to remember what God has done for us. And continue to press on and trust in him. We need a faith that stands up in the face of reality. Shadrach and Meshach also had a faith that was always subject to the will of God. Another name for this that I based off the text is the but principle. And I'm, that's but, one but with a T. I mean, one T. That's one but. <laughs> that's a but with one T, not two T's. So, don't go there. Anyway, I'm a youth pastor. That's what we do. You know, we talk about things that we probably shouldn't talk about. Like, my favorite story is um, when uh, King David is in the uh, cave and he cuts off Saul's cloak, if you know that one. He was doing his business. It's a funny story. You should read it sometime. Anyway, uh, so, but most of the time when we think of but statements, we think of them in a negative light. Uh, like, I love you, but. <laughs> you know that's not good, right? Or, I forgive you, but. <laughs> but this is a good but statement. Um, it says in verse, I'm going to read verse 17 and 18 here. It says, if we were thrown in the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from his mighty hand. But, even if he does not, we want you to know your majesty that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. But, even if he does not, trust the but. It's a good idea. The concept, we, this is a concept that we also um, often struggle with the most, I think. I know I do. Trusting in God despite the outcome. We pray often for our desired outcome, and I don't think that's wrong. Um, I think that's what God wants us to do. But oftentimes, God's got a greater plan. Um, and sometimes it isn't a miracle right then and there to save us, but it's to walk us through the fire, to go with us um, through the storm. Shadrach, Meshach, and, um, and Abednego were rock stars of their faith in this regard. That they were able to do this. I mean, just right then, they're just like, but even if he does not. <laughs> in my story about my parents' bankruptcy, I mean, I wanted my, I wanted God to provide that miracle. I wanted God to just give my mom and dad their company back and give me the life that I had already, that I had had and now it was taken away. I wanted that to just happen right then and there. Um, but God had other plans. And I wasn't able to see it right now. And that's often the case when we're in this, we're in a tough situation as we're just surrounded by those storm clouds. And it's really hard for us to see the light, to see the sun through the storm clouds. That's why we need to remember the past. Remember what God has already done. And it was hard for me to see that. But God had other plans. And in hindsight, I've been able to see the silver lining and everything. I've been able to see how God orchestrated things. And one of those things was 
I had my full intention after I got out of high school was to work for my dad, take over his company. That was going to be my life. I was going to do the construction thing. But no, God had other plans for me. Look, I'm right here. <laughs> he had a lot bigger plans for me than I was even anticipating in my life. I never would have thought that God would have been calling me to be a youth pastor until that time. God also taught me a ton about his faithfulness, which has helped me go through other fires in my life. And that's often the case. We get we get persecuted or we get thrown in a fire that this time of testing and we struggle and we, we, we work our way through the muck and the mire to finally get out. And then we hit another place, right? Well, it's because we came out of that that we're able to handle the next one. And I can't tell you how many times I've been thankful that this happened to me when I was in high school. So when I was in college and when I moved up here that I, you know, when I faced other adversity that I was able to see the light. I was able to see that there was there was hope at, in amidst all these clouds and the storms and the adversities of life. We need a faith that is always subject to the will of God, just like Shadrach and Meshach knew. They knew God was able, and we needed faith that knows God. We need a faith that knows God is able, but I also, but also realizes that our faith is subject to God's will, and we leave it all in His hands. That takes. Rock star faith, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We need faith that is always subject to the will of God. So what got Shadrach, Meshach through the fire? Three things. Well, I'll add a fourth. A faith that stands up in the face of reality. A faith that isn't intimidated and gives into pressure. A faith that is subject to God's will. And this is all based on the fact that they knew that our all-powerful and all-knowing God is in control despite their situations. That's what got them through the fire. And that's what will get us through our fires in life. You guys pray with me. Father, I know from personal experience and I know there's people here in this place that when we are put in that place where we're struggling with stuff and we're struggling to trust you and have faith in you. That you're still there. That you still remain faithful. That you are still our hope. May we be reminded of that. And God, as we walk in, in this life, may you, got, may you continually just guide us and prepare the path for us, Lord. So we may just develop the character and the faith like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Rock stars of faith. God, if there's anybody in here tonight today hurting. God, I just pray that you would just touch their spirit, Lord, with your healing hand. If they're going through a storm in life and it doesn't seem like there's any way out, God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would touch them in such a way that they would just be reassured, Lord. And God, that they would continue to push through. Because you are a God who's faithful, worthy of our trust. And most importantly, you love us. I ask this in your son's holy and mighty name.